I want to suck your blood. Um, that's not right. I want to suck your blood. No, that's not it. I want to suck... Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, the Tales from the Crypt Retrospective, brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 31, The Reluctant Vampire. just made that up wow like, as you God were talking damn. i just you're gonna get this job but at the end of uh season seven or eight mm-hmm. you're gonna get a call um from casting at hbo they're gonna be relaunching crypt keeper uh F- relaunching tales from the crypt john this year's had a horrible accident he can't use his throat anymore it's really sad but they need someone they need someone now oh. and they heard chuck please <laughs> mess with me don't mess with me <laughs> they heard that this young kid dale underscore a has the goods <laughs> young kid young young upstart recording cryptkeeper things in his bedroom uploading them to youtube and soundcloud mm, right he's got puns out the yin yang i just write in them <laughs> i wake up in the middle of the night and lean over to my pad and paper yeah it's like breathing for you it just happens it just keeps coming out you can't stop it yeah i can't stop it it's your calling i i like walk when i'm like walking through the streets i take a recorder out of my london fog raincoat (laughs) and speak into it happy screw year you just see like a piece of like litter on the street and it makes you think of a pun you know yeah you gotta record it Man, I can't wait to finally be somebody at 45 years old in five years. <laughs> young upstart. Yeah, the young kid upstart, Dale underscore A. God. God, I'm going to be doing cameos for people. God, I'm going to be running your fan club. Yeah, I wouldn't let anybody else. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be texting you every other day like, Dale, you got to get on these cameos. They're backing up, pal. Yeah. The fans want it. They need it. Right. And then people will like try to chum up with you on oh, social yeah. media and stuff because they know it's you know you're close to me and i gotta be the bad guy and i start i start resenting you you know and right. our relationship but I suffers really, but like i really need you to be that guy because i yeah. can't be that guy but yeah, yeah, yeah i i get that i totally get that it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting time in our relationship um and i can't wait for one i just can't wait and i can't it's wait for the, our listeners of uh the crypt keepers coffin to go on that mm-hmm. journey uh when it comes down the line but today before we get to that our future dale we're gonna dive into the reluctant vampire starring malcolm mcdowell george went and the goat michael berryman <laughs> principal skinner 
Oh right? yeah, the principal uh, or what's, what's his, his name? name from Breakfast Club? Yeah, your yeah. boy. A, a vampire named Donald Longtooth works as a night watchman at a blood bank where he likes to skim a little juice off the top so he doesn't have to go out and kill. A little A-B or a little type O. Twist of lime. The way we go. <laughs> yes. But when the blood starts running short, the bank is looking at cutbacks. To save his co-workers, he begins killing criminals to harvest blood for the bank and bring their numbers back up. But when Rupert Van Helsing comes to town, the authorities start closing in on old Don. Things get wild. Dale, welcome. Mm, we're here. The reluctant vampire. This was a goofy episode. I I have to give... I mean, this is one of those ones where I just have to give Tales from the Crypt um, props for just being as bold and courageous to do something so wacky and not frightening, not yep. scary... You know, just more humorous or cheeky. I, I got you. Got to love them for it. This is like this is one of those ti- one of those episodes where they're like, you know, we all know this. This show is a dumb show. This is a dumb show, and we're gonna lean into the dumbness. <laughs> yeah, right. And it works. I love it. Like, yeah, it was everything great. about it seemed cheap too. This episode for some reason. I know it. If you looked at the walls of the blood bank, yeah. it was like marbled halfway <laughs> up. It looked like a, an old set for a city hall type lobby, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just like put extra office supplies in it to make it into a blood bank. But it was like the back, the back part of a blood bank where there's no patient chairs or anything. Mm-hmm. It's like where the people go to donate. Yeah, what does a blood bank look like anyway? Nobody knows, right? It's, it's impossible. I don't. It's like no. a bank, but for blood, I guess. Right. Yeah, blood banks are, you know, who knows what they even look like. Do people go to blood banks? Or I don't do they, know. people just go to the mobile? Yeah, I always see those mobile blood banks. I don't know if I've ever been in, in a blood bank. Maybe cities have blood banks. I feel like cities probably do. But I feel like they're always just like part of hospitals or something, you know? Yeah, part of some outpatient. Are there really like yeah. independent blood banks like out there? Could you, I don't and know. Would you, yeah, yeah, ind- you're right. Independent blood banks that's not the Red Cross. Can you yeah. even trust? Yeah, gosh. Can who we knows? open a blood bank, you and I? Yeah, it is it, well, probably. This is the US of A. We could probably open a blood blood bank if we wanted mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And that's when the big bucks start rolling in. <laughs> the Bat and Spider Blood Bank. We'll hire Malcolm McDowell to do our commercials. Yes. Rep- reprise his role as Donald Longtooth. We'll get his uh, wig. We'll get him his wig. Okay, now that you brought it up, let's talk about his wig. Out with it. I think I know what they were going for. I mean, the wig was awful. It looked so dumb. It looked like they, the the makeup costume person just shoved their hand in a huge trunk filled with wigs and scarves and, and like masks. And they just pulled a wig from the very bottom <laughs> that was just like, had, you know, was from like 30 years ago. Uh, like a like an old production of like a movie set in like the 1700s and had a little uh, little ponytail and they just th- threw it on poor Malcolm said here yeah. this is your look <laughs> but I think I think that was I think that's what they were going for it was kind of looked like you know like a George Washington type haircut you know like a like that those kind of uh, olden days you know yeah that weird ponytail in the back but some of the hair was just out and it was kind of long I don't know but it so just it looked dumb. <laughs> yeah. And it was indicating like how old he was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he, he just never updated his haircut for whatever right. reason. 
Uh, or he he could have been a, a waiter at the city tavern in, in Center City, Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, circa tw- two thousand twenty. Or or he's in Boston. He gives uh he gives tours, um, of right. the, all the old old spots from uh, yeah along the Freedom Trail or yeah yeah the Freedom Trail. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what what's there to say uh, about this? I mean, it's kind of a it's a silly idea, and I'm I kind of loved it. Like he literally mm-hmm. like because he's like he's been a vampire a long time and he just doesn't like the killing part. He doesn't like night stalking. So right. I th- after it seems like after a few hundred years he found himself the perfect gig uh, of being a night watchman at a blood bank. So he gets to come in at night, all the employees go home and he's just watching the place and he makes himself like blood martinis, you know? Oh, with his uh <laughs> his pet rat. I forgot he has a rat. Yeah. Leopold. Leopold. Yeah. Great rat. Um, yeah, and he's, he, he, uh, he's got it made. It's perfect. It's a, it's a good gig, really. Yeah. Uh, there were several things, not even regarding the main plot of this episode, that we, there's really nothing to talk about, you know? Yeah. But, Leopold the rat just sits on his shoulders all the time. I want a rat that will comfortably sit on my shoulders. Yeah. And not move, not try to get down, not try to bite my neck. hmm mm-hmm. These sort of things. Yeah. Just to chill. I think that can happen, Dale. I think that can happen for real. I think that's what it's like when you got a pet rat. I think they, uh, they're they pretty personable. They get I a think, bad rap, but... Yeah, they do. But I think they're pretty uh, They're pretty cool to have as pets. Yeah. Jesus. But yeah, I loved it. He would like bring <laughs> he would bring Leopold in his like lunchbox with him to work. Oh, and one weird gag, like when we first see Donald, he's coming out of his coffin and he, he like says, I hate Mondays. But like before that, he puts dentures in. <laughs> Which didn't make any sense because, like, he grows fangs later. Like, right? He grows fangs constantly. Like, anytime he gets like hugged by a woman, or yeah, or, uh, there's like blood. You know, someone who has a neck, <laughs> his fangs come out, <laughs> and he's always trying to like hide it. He'll like put his put his two fingers up and like, oh, I've got a toothache. Yeah, yeah. The two fingers up was, I mean, the most vulgar part of the entire episode. <laughs> like, yeah, you see that in. uh the yeah, other may- kind of maybe Malcolm didn't. Maybe they don't have that in the UK. That the international symbol of the two fingers in front of your mouth. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I guess it's not international if you didn't know about it. <laughs> right, it's national. <laughs> so it's, it's it's strictly North America. Sorry. Um, and uh, the night and the fact that he's a night watchman at a blood bank. I mean, I don't know. I think I, I think there's a, a part of me. There is another Dale out there that would would just be rather be a night watchman and just sits in a building by himself all night long and maybe walks makes rounds on the floor. God, I can't. Dale, I I I'm right there with you. Anytime I watch a movie and a job like this is depicted on screen, I fantasize. I'm I immediately you. get pulled in. And I go, man. If I could just cut out all the noise, all the other noise and the anxieties that we have as humans and just work a gig like that, just like, mm-hmm. I don't know, night night uh, night auditor at a hotel, just chilling at the desk or yeah. night watchman, like watching a museum, just like yeah. walking oh, around with your flashlight, you know, just keeping an eye on things. A museum would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Especially oh, nowadays yeah. with iPads. Bring your iPad to work day in and day out. <laughs> yeah. 
That'd be, we would think of all the podcasts we'd be recording if we worked as Night Watchman Dales. Oh my God. Nice Night Watchmans. <laughs> it's crazy that Night Watchman is, is a whole word. I just typed that on my, uh, my uh, document and it didn't correct me. As a, like, that's a whole, a whole word. Night Watchman. Jesus. Uh, to me, that, that's like, that's an old ass profession, right? If that's yeah. a whole word. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like that's that, what the, that, um, you know, the gatekeeper at the village of Bree, when he yeah. they, he was asking the hobbits. That's right. Hobbits! <laughs> the hobbits! <laughs> you know, he even yeah. said it's his, it's his business to ask questions at night. Yeah. So, it's been around, and our boy got one at a blood bank. And also, mm-hmm. you know, where's the... You, as you you brought up audit, the, a night auditor, where's the auditing going on? How is nobody <laughs> asking questions about blood supplies disappearing yeah. and 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 reappearing? I think that's. I, I think when we talked about this being like an independent blood bank, I think maybe that's why there's no there's no yeah. government oversight, and it's just this is done willy nilly. This is like right. this is like a, yeah. a Mickey Mouse operation of a blood bank. Yeah, there's there's like. Um, if you go to Staples and you can get like just generic receipts that are in carbon copy, <laughs> you could like buy those books. That's yeah. how everything is kept track of at this blood That's bank. <laughs> when you give blood, you get like the pink, the pink part of one of those fucking <laughs> yeah. receipts. Yeah. Right. And they're supposed to keep the yellow part, but you know, maybe all the yellow parts just get thrown out and then nobody can ask questions like, well, nope. you know, sorry. Sorry, we only lost the receipt. Was George went with the, the most mod hair oh. that he his George Went's hair in this were the most up on top haircut, <laughs> like more so than a kid in play. Kid, yeah. I think that's true. Yeah, and George Went in this like usually I'm in love with him, but he was just a he was a villain. He was a sexual harasser, and uh, oh. he turned out to be like the villain at the end he was i mean spoilers he is the he was made he, he's the boss of the blood bank he was artificially making up that there were shortages because he knew that donald long he knew there was something up he knew mm-hmm. i think he said he knew he was a vampire and this was all his plan to get uh donald to go out and collect more blood for the bank and it worked it it's worked. sick it is sick it's just as sick as the unsanitary methods that Don Ta- Donald Longtooth oh. collected blood with a kerosene pump and a water water <laughs> bottle, water jug. One of those giant, the giant like water jugs that like offices get delivered. Yeah. Like, and the first time he did it, he didn't need that receptacle. Like he maybe put like an inch of blood in that giant thing. I know. And then he was done for the night. I was like, what? He could have found like a. I don't know, a coffee cup, like a thermos or something. Yeah, something a little less unsightly. Yeah. <laughs> Lugging that thing around. He like flings it over his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, he's like uh, Steve Martin in My Blue Heaven, yeah. flinging that thing over his shoulder. There's a scene where I think uh, I think the first, like after Malcolm McDowell wakes up and he, he walks to work, there's a scene of him walking and he's doing, he's doing the, um, clockwork orange like walk like he's he's like got a little little weird i don't know it's maybe maybe our english listeners will 
know what that walk is. I feel like I feel Maybe like Oasis walks like that. Like it's like this certain walk. It's like this cock of the walk thing that they do. Yeah. Um, so but, it's not yeah. just a a, a a clockwork orange walk. It's maybe more than that. I, yeah, I think it might be a, a British type of of gate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I might be making that up. I I, I have no. I've not writ, uh, read anything about this, but in my head, uh, yeah, that's a thing. But how about let's talk about okay. My I think the best part of this episode was when Michael Berryman comes to town. Now he plays oh. <laughs> Rupert. Van Helsing, <laughs> uh, a vampire hunter. Obviously. This dude is amazing. <laughs> Rupert Van Helsing. Well, what do you want, Rupert? I want to help you, Lieutenant. Though at first you're not going to believe anything I tell you. You're going to think I'm strange. Bizarre. But in three to four days, when the city is awash in blood, you're going to beg me for my help. Well, so far you're right on the money, Rupert. You are strange. If you don't know, I how? But what's the most famous thing he's been in, Dale? That people would know if they don't know who Michael Berryman is. Um, a weird science, maybe. Oh yeah, he's like he's one of the the biker guys, the biker gang that raids the party at the end of Weird Science. Um, he's like he's 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 bald. He's always bald, and he is he's, he's tall, and his head has a weird shape. He's just a, he's a unique character. Yeah. Like, he just, no one looks like him and he doesn't look like anyone else. He is the goat. But he, he's wearing these, these glasses that the <laughs> costume department gave him are just like, they're just straight up like magnifying glasses and they, they make his eyes look so huge and hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's, it's such a funny um, addition to his already unique caricature. Yeah. Uh, his <laughs> eyes are just super, you know, superimposed, like huge. And he, uh, I don't know if it's his, if this is his regular voice he was using, but he, I was, it was driving me crazy. I felt like he was doing an impression of somebody and I couldn't put my finger on it. It kind of sounded like Boris Karloff cause it, he has sort of a lisp, but it was, it was driving me crazy. I felt like he was like purposely trying to talk like someone. Uh, yeah. I got, I just I, couldn't put my finger on it. I kind of got annoyed because I don't quite know if he was being dubbed because of his voice or if it was his Uh-oh. voice he was dubbing himself or yeah. I, I wanted to know if he had a uh uh you know if that was his voice or if he was overdubbed yeah. you know because they it seemed like, like it, it changed a lot too like I don't know if they told him to change it because like mm-hmm. like one of the later scenes he's like talking high like higher pitched all of a sudden I was like oh, that's weird yeah but he looked great he was hilarious yeah, he he comes to like the the police officer and it's like uh, you you've got a vampire running around and I'm going to help you find him, even though you're going to think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and he's right. He knows he knows a vampire in a city when he uh, when he sees one. Yeah, and there's this whole thing where Donald he keeps flirting with one of the employees at the blood bank <laughs> who was getting sexually harassed by George Went, but she's just like she's she has the hots for Donald. Oh yeah, she's got a yeah. uh, vampire kink. Yes, she 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 keeps using the S word, sexy. She keeps calling him sexy, yeah. <laughs> which makes his fangs pop. Each oh time. man, they they pop like crazy. I liked his one excuse was that he had a toothache when he turned away from her because his fangs <laughs> popped out. Yeah, the vampire hunter and the cops they bust in in Donald's lair is like un- 
underground vampire lair, which was a pretty cool set. He like lights the the candles with his hands and yeah, like I mean they just like magically go. He just like <laughs> gestures at them and the candles go on. And it's like he's got his coffin that folds up into a wall and there's spider webs everywhere. It's a great little set. But they they come in right before George went that is there and he's shooting. He's torturing Donald. Uh, he filled he filled two squirt guns with holy water. <laughs> yeah. Some of the best some of the best effects and reaction to uh, a vampire getting yeah. shot with holy water. I loved it. I love the the sparking yeah. and the smoking. Oh yeah, that's right. It would spark and then like a bunch of like purple smoke would pour out of his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, there was one where it was I mean, just excess smoke was just pouring out. Yeah, I think they, they messed up. There's too much smoke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the hell? We'll keep it. Yeah. But yeah, George went, you know, he does the evil guy thing. It's He reveals his plan. It was all him artificially messing up the, the books to make it look like they were losing blood. Uh, yeah, he was basically going to make Donald his... Uh, blood harvesting slave to, yeah. uh, to make money in the blood bank biz. <laughs> there's just so much money to be had, I guess, that... Uh, I feel like there's got to be a better way. I know, really. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's where it goes. But uh, Donald manages to knock him out. Here he puts George Went in his own coffin, and that's right when, like, the police and uh, Rupert Van Helsing jump in, and they find George Went in the coffin and and stake his ass. Oh, my God, yeah. They're like, yeah, okay, that's the vampire. So, so everything's great, and uh, Donald gets a happy ending. He gets the girl. Uh, she's like, please make me a vampire. Yeah, wow, I'm into it. And yeah, and that's there we go. Yeah, he's like Sal. She's like Sally and Donald, long to oh, yeah, something forever. Like, yeah, forever. Yeah, forever. So he uh, he just, I mean, he goes to town on her, yeah. and you know, it was it was great. I I really liked the the. The wackiness of the episode um it was yeah. a good vibe had a good vibe um, i like i like when they they lean into like the dumb like they're just like this is dumb yeah let's just do it yeah <laughs> like this is yeah let's just uh let's just do it because where else are we gonna where else are they gonna get to do it yeah you know the only thing you know i don't know his his uh his house or his basement was just too decrepit for me. Like he didn't seem like oh, the yeah. kind of guy who who would that's true live in such uh, squalor. Yeah, they kind of like they just did like stereotypical vampire lair, but but like the character they made, he was like he was just like a regular guy who was sick of killing people and just like yeah wanted to just like live his life and not have to kill people. So he works at a blood bank. Like he's not he's not out like being an extravagant vampire like. Yeah. You know, hypnotizing women and going to parties and stuff, you know? Yeah. This is like a regular schmuck. It's, it's, you know? yeah, it's so funny that that was the extent of his anti vampirism or something. You know, he, <laughs> like, he, but he still wanted to be a night watchman <laughs> yeah. and he still needed a job. And, you yeah. Know. And I, but I, I, I really loved how, like, he was like genuinely concerned for his coworkers' jobs. Like, he yeah. was so worried that they were going to lose their jobs, you know? Yeah. That it, he started he doing almost bad seemed things. more worried about that than his losing his supply to the blood. Like I was like, man, that's really sweet. It was. <laughs> it was really incredibly sweet. Yeah. Also, um, you know, the blood bank must have closed at like 10 p.m. every night because otherwise, how could he even show up to work every day? <laughs> that's true. You know, what kind of hours? Not bankers' hours, right, Dale? Is there <laughs> exactly? A, is there another? Uh, is there? It's like is there uh, another saying? 
or uh, blood bankers hours yeah the opposite of bankers hours is, uh... dawn to dusk everyone knows blood banks open dawn to dusk absolutely everyone knows that <laughs> you just need you go in whenever you need to and they will take you your cannot blood. harvest blood after uh mm-hmm. nightfall or else this building is a vampire <laughs> all right you're right uh well that was fun cool little like uh <laughs> Cool little episode. It's just his yeah. his whole demeanor, his whole thing, which just cracked mm-hmm. me up. You know, he still wanted yeah. to be a night watchman. He still had, it was genius, a genius access to easy stream of blood, you know? Totally. I love it. Hopefully he never, what if he were, you know, like, he went through the whole process of applying to the security company in hopes of getting assigned to the blood yeah. bank, but what if he, you know, got reassigned to like the warehouse, you know, the Budweiser warehouse or something? Oh man, he's gonna start offing, uh, like warehouse dudes. Yeah, like hiding them in the in the rafters. Yeah, getting the shakes. <laughs> Pretty cushy gig. Dale, tell me what is on the uh, what, what's what what blood bank are we visiting next week? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. Next week, the episode Easel Kill Ya. Easel, kill ya. Easel? Like a, like a painting, painting easel? easel? Painter Jack Craig oh. gains himself a wealthy patron when he sells a morbid painting. He soon finds that in order to please his patron, he must continue to paint pictures of death, and this leads him down a murderous path. Mm. John Harrison directed. John Harrison began his career directing rock videos and work working as first assistant director for famed horror director George A. Romero. Oh, hello. Yeah. Um, he directed three episodes of the new Creep Show, the Dune miniseries in 2000, Tales from the Dark Side in the 80s. Uh, Tim Roth is in this. Mm, cool. Uh, Nancy Fish, William Atherton, Deborah Mooney. All names that I've I've heard. Love the name Fish. Yeah, name. Yeah, totally. Great name. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. An art-centric episode. Morbid paintings. Can't wait for the Crypt Keeper on this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's going to have an easel on that. He's going to have like the, a beret on. Yeah, and his, right. His palette and his creepy hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those hands, man. Uh, What's he up to with those hands? This has been a, uh, a blast, but we've got uh, other beasts to master. <laughs> we got to go. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chuck, until the next time. Ta ta. Love you. Love you.
from the crypt. Oh, how I hate Mondays.